Track 7. Dealing with the dead in the prehistoric Lee Valley. The prehistoric communities of the Lee Valley lived their lives in the shadow of their dead. They had begun to construct impressive permanent monuments to departed kith and kin during the Neolithic period. As the centuries passed, these monuments gradually developed into an imposing ceremonial landscape. The living, who largely made their homes in the valley's lower reaches, had only to cast their eyes towards the limestone reefs for reminders of their ancestors. Some visible elements of this landscape of the dead still survives at places like Balikati Passage Tomb or in the cairns that stand vigil below the summit of Nakawadra Mountain. The funerary sites discovered on the bypass route developed in the wake of these Neolithic beginnings. The physical remains of Kerry's prehistoric residence emerged at three different sites. By the Bronze Age, cremation had become the main burial rite in Ireland. Such cremations were discovered at Ballinoric West 3 and Manor East 1, with Iron Age cremations at Ballinoric West 4. In seeking to tell their story, archaeologists had to marry what they had learned during the excavation with painstaking specialist analysis conducted afterwards. The earliest of the cremations emerged from a small, subcircular pit at Ballinoric West 3. More than 3,800 years ago, the remains of an adult and child had been interred there, resting within an upturned pottery vessel known as an urn. Analysis by pottery specialist Dr Owen Grogan revealed the significance of this burial. His detailed inspection of the urn's form and decoration betrayed to him that this was an inverted encrusted urn, a part of the vase tradition. This is a classic form of early Bronze Age burial across much of Ireland, but is comparatively rare in the southwest. Indeed, Owen's efforts confirmed Ballinoric West III to be the first known example from all of Kerry. Two more Bronze Age cremation pit burials were excavated at Manor East I. Here, only one person was buried in each pit, one of whom had been placed within an inverted domestic pot. Both had died in adulthood, around 3,300 years ago, during the Middle Bronze Age. Paleo-environmental specialist Dr Scott Timpany examined the residue surrounding the cremated bone. In doing so, he discovered the charred remains of the funeral pyre that had sent these individuals on their final journey. Scott was able to determine that the bodies had been placed on a specially selected bed of oak, ash and blackthorn branches. Traces of ash and blackthorn trunks indicated that they had been used as fuel to feed the flames. Remarkably, his microscope even uncovered charred hazelnut shell and barley grains that may have been placed on the pyre by mourners as food offerings. The greatest number of prehistoric burials came to light at Ballinoric West 4. Here, the excavation team, led by James Hessian, uncovered an Iron Age funerary monument known as a ring ditch. 
Common through much of the prehistoric period, this example consisted of a penannular-shaped ditch that enclosed an area 4.25 metres wide. Originally, it would have been surrounded by an external bank with a mound or cairn at its centre. First built more than 2,350 years ago, it remained an important funerary site for more than 300 years. By the excavation's end, James's team had uncovered a total of 10 cremation burials. Some had been laid to rest in the interior, some within the ditch, and still more in small pits surrounding the monument. Poignantly, one had even been buried with six cobalt blue glass beads that they had worn on the pyre, perhaps as part of a bracelet or necklace. The fragments of cremated bone were examined by project osteoarchaeologist Carmelita Troy. The range of analysis she undertook on the human remains revealed much about the burial process. She spotted distinctive fissuring on the Balinoric West forebone, indicating that the cremations had occurred while the flesh was still attached. The oxidization of the remains told her that the funeral pyres had been maintained at a furious heat, which exceeded 800 degrees centigrade. Indeed, so thoroughly had the remains been cremated that it was only possible to determine the age and sex of one individual, an adult male. But there were other stories for Carmelita to pursue. One of them was linked to the quantity of the bone. Taken together, it suggested that only two of the burials contained the cremated remains of complete bodies. All the rest were what are referred to as token deposits, where only a small portion of the cremated remains is interred. This type of burial was common. It is thought that these partial remains may have served as a representation of a whole individual, perhaps a respected individual, who was specially chosen to interact with the ancestors. The scientific investigations conducted by the archaeological team produced impressive results at Manor East 1, Balinoric West 3 and Balinoric West 4. Their combination of careful excavation and specialist analysis has drawn back the veil to reveal more about how people parted with their dead in Bronze and Iron Age Kerry. This type of scientific approach can do more than provide insights into cultural practices and traditions. As we will discover, it can also help us reconstruct entire landscapes, sometimes across millennia. <laughs>